Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. You, I missed our podcast time and just, yeah. So I, we took a little spring break and yeah. well, Lainey took a big spring break. Did. So welcome back from Ireland. Thank you. And I know that was your second time going there. Yeah. It was a quick trip the first time. Yeah. This was longer. So what, what did you observe? Like what kinds of things stood out this time maybe that you well, didn't even get to catch the first time around? I think people, when you picture Ireland, it's so green. Like, don't you just, when you have images in your mind of Ireland, it's yes, so green. Absolutely. Well, one reason why is it rained every single day. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad not, you took your raincoat. <laughs> not all day, every day, but it rained every day. Um, and that's very normal for them. In fact, it was kind of funny. Every every gift shop I went in, there's cute raincoats and cute uh-huh. umbrellas. umbrellas. And I thought, yeah, I guess they sell a lot of those. That would be definitely a country you would invest in some yeah. good rain boots that's right. as well. That's right. So, um, I mean, that was one observation. It's just, you know, it rains a lot and it's so green. Yeah. Um, and to me, the countryside is so important to see sure. in Ireland. And we... Saw a lot of countryside. So many sheep. Oh, Oh my goodness. So many sheep. I got to uh, go to a sheep farm, and I even saw a two-day-old lamb. Oh, my goodness. Adorable. Which I haven't shown you the pictures. Yeah, I need to see photos and videos. Well, I've seen some videos from the the dancing and entertainment. But, um, yeah, it's a wonderful place to visit. The people are wonderful. I'd say that's my favorite thing about... The trip was just wonderful people. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Irish food, food. and English food. That's yeah. not my favorite. Yeah. Mom really liked it. I bet. Yeah. Lots of stews, mm-hmm. lots of potatoes and carrots and, and roast and all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so many, I think it's just really special to see the Irish and Scottish influence on the South. There's oh, so many okay. immigrants that came here, especially in that Appalachia area. Yes. You know, Virginia, North Carolina, Kentucky, East Tennessee, all of that. There's so much influence. That settled there. And that settled there. And you see it and hear it. Mm-hmm. You hear it in the words, um, some of the words that they use. I was dying laughing that a couple of different times I heard people say Ewan's. 
Ewins. Have you ever heard oh my people say that like, well, are, yeah. you, are Ewins going to the... Like redneck people. <laughs> so that's what we... I mean, a lot of this language that I heard, we think of it as hillbilly or redneck. Yeah. But it's because of that influence um, that's from those funny. areas. And that's how they talk. And it's the educated ones. It's right. It's not just the... So when we say Ewans, we're just drawing from our roots because we're very Scottish (laughs) Irish. (laughs) If it were to slip, though. But um, and I've told you this about Scotland too. I heard I reckon a lot. Okay. Well, I reckon you know, and I don't hear that very much here unless it's very rural people. Very very rural. Yeah. So anyway, that's 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 one thing I observed. Um, Another thing uh, you definitely. See a lot of whiskey, Irish whiskey. It's okay. their own style. I tried several. I can't say I loved the Irish whiskey. Maybe I didn't try the right one. Is there a, like a flavor that it takes on that you can even describe or put words to that's different? I just didn't think it was as smooth okay. as some of the bourbons that I've had okay. that I like. Yeah. Um, and I even tried one that was a Bushmills, I think it was a 15 year aged that's supposed to be a better sure one. And it was better, yeah. but still I didn't think it was as smooth as some of the nice bourbons that yeah. we have here. But anyway, lots of whiskey making. So you posted a picture of an Irish coffee or an Irish, that had yeah. whiskey in it? That has whiskey, Irish whiskey in okay. it, but it's a coffee so it's Great. served hot or cold? Served hot. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's just a wonderful rainy day <laughs> tree. Yes. Um, one of the breakfasts that we had, um, it was a buffet in a hotel, but their porridge, they even had whiskey to put on your Stop. porridge. <laughs> yes. Isn't that hilarious? Oh, my. Just want to warm you up, I guess. Yeah, get you ready for the rainy day that's ahead. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Um, so, yeah, whiskey making, horse racing all over Ireland. All right. They also breed a lot of horses there. Um, in fact, I think I had told you when I was looking at doing a tour of a horse farm in Lexington, I was looking at Ashford Stud. Yes. As the yes, yes. American Pharaoh is. And yes. They um, are owned by Coolmore Stud out of Ireland. So oh my lots gosh. of parallels with horse racing and whiskey. Um, so do they have a big. Ireland? to do sort of event like we have the Kentucky Derby. They have der- they have derbies, but okay. I don't know that it's quite the pomp it's, and it's circumstance. Big... I don't know that it's quite the pomp and circumstance okay. that that some of the stuff here is. Yeah. But um anyway, it was interesting to see they had places where you could walk in and bet like it, gambling uh-huh. was legal to go uh-huh. in and bet. And in a couple of the pubs that we were in, horse racing was on and people were real into it. Wow. Watching that. So that was kind of a parallel that I Very saw. Very much. Some degree to some of the South. And another thing, I was talking with a local girl in Galway and she was saying storytelling was really big okay. in Ireland. And I said, oh, that's interesting because storytelling is big in some of the Appalachian areas. Yeah. Um, in fact, I was going to talk in, I think it's October, there's a big storytelling festival. In, in Jonesboro? In Jonesboro. Yeah, that's supposedly like one of the biggest or most notable festivals here in Tennessee. So that is another parallel. Yeah. And I saw many parallels, but one that you just can't help but 
appreciate and and see the parallel is the music and the dancing. Yes. So, um, so much influence on our bluegrass music from those Celtic roots. Yes. Some of the same instruments, some of the same sounds. Yeah. And then with the dancing, we'll go into, we're going to talk dancing. We're today. doing dancing. Yes. That's, <laughs> Which that, is going to be really fun. That was our, uh, our reason for choosing today's topic. Yeah. Because of your trip. Yeah. So. so we'll talk dancing more, but you definitely see influence from some of their well yeah many of the immigrants that came here were not able to bring much more than the clothes clothing on their on back, back but they brought their fiddles their fiddles and their songs in their head and their you head know, their memories their- anything they could memorize and bring with them and their rhythm in their feet yes yeah that came with them that is awesome yeah well i'm so glad it was a good trip we're yeah. we're glad to have you back and while you were gone we gave away a bunch of tickets to see To Kill a Mockingbird in theaters because it's it. making a little comeback. I'm actually still reading. I'm such a slow reader, but I'm going to make it through and finish by the time I see it this week in theaters. So that was fun. We gave away a pair of tickets to see Steel Magnolias on stage here locally. That's going to be fun. So our little community theater is doing that um, for about... 10 shows, I think. They all sold out. Well, so they're, they keep adding. That tells you how fun that theme and show is. Absolutely. And then there's another studio group here in town. And Franklin Studio 10 is doing Steel Magnolias next February. So We'll have to go see that. Too. That'll be 2020, which yeah. seems so weird to be referring to 2020. But it's coming. Um and this week, I am super excited because we're giving away, or we're launching our giveaway for Steel Magnolia's movie tickets. So that is going to be in theaters May 19th, 21st, and 22nd. So three nationwide. nights only, nationwide. Such a good time for you to grab a girlfriend, a mom, a sister. Mm-hmm. Just, it is totally a gal chick flick time it is and it is a bring wonderful southern tissues. story <laughs> bring, oh my goodness. if you have not seen it and don't know the story bring tissues so you've been warned but also encouraged to go and you will laugh too it's not just oh tears of sadness it's it's all together emotional it's, it's such a classic but i think we've mentioned on the podcast here before it is based on the stage play the playwright the right. screenplay um, so that's why we wanted to, we're going to go see it. And it's based on, I mean, loosely on a true, true story. story. Yeah. So down the road in several weeks, we're actually going to do a full blown episode on the play and the movie and kind of doing some comparing and contrasting yeah. and, um, talk all things still Magnolias. Cause yes. that's so apropos for our show here, but, um, do, you know, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. That's where we're going to conduct the giveaway I'll go ahead and tell you right now so that you can be thinking. What we're going to ask you to do is to post a picture of the steel magnolia in your life or magnolias. It doesn't have to be just one. And this can be a person that is living or has already passed. And we want you in the caption to share with us why this person is a steel magnolia magnolia in your eyes. And again, steel magnolia being that uh, kind of balance and mix of femininity and the fortitude together. 
Yeah. So even if you haven't seen the film or seen the stage play, you, I think you can grasp that, that concept. concept. Yeah. Um, in fact, I would love to give tickets to somebody that hasn't even gotten to see it yet. So we have several pairs of tickets that we'll give away. We're going to launch the contest on April 1st. So go ahead and be thinking about what you might want to caption your photo with or who you might want to post. And we'll be doing that in just a matter of days. So exciting. All right. So we hinted that we're going to be talking about dancing. So we're just going to dive right in. I had so much fun preparing for this. (laughs) Well, we like dancing. We like dancing. Our mom loves dancing. And that's, I'm sure, where we get that from. Um, but as I was preparing, I listened to lots of music that went along with the different uh-huh. styles, styles of music. That's and, great. um, I'll talk a little bit about that when I get into some of the themes, but, um, first we wanted to talk about just solo dancing. So okay. no partner required. Okay. This is, um, definitely the least pressure, right? Especially if you're at some sort of an event and you're not with a date of any sort, you can still participate in in some of this. So, um, you can't get around talking about Southern dancing without jumping into clogging. Oh gosh. Right. Well, and that was one of the ones that, you know, when I'm watching this Irish step dancing in Ireland and, you know, they're in their traditional costume and doing their Think river dance, if yeah. you're wondering what Irish step dancing is. If you've yeah. ever seen river dance or yeah. videos of that, you know, that's what it looks like. But let's just take it, you know, if take the steps that they're doing. Uh, it's very similar to clogging. Yeah. And Appalachian Flatfoot. Exactly. It's, it's very similar. Buck dancing. All three of those are styles. Different styles. That are yeah. a little different. Yeah. But, um... All very similar and come from those roots of... I love the name Buck Dancing. I came across that and some (laughs) stuff that I was looking up to. I'll talk about that in just a second. But yeah, imagine the most incredible drummer that you've ever seen, either live or even a video. That is what I believe translates to someone's feet when they are clogging. Like it's that audible rhythm. Yeah. Of the heel and the toe, both against the floor, creating that rhythm. And it's usually a downbeat. Yeah. And, yep. you know, the heels keeping the rhythm and, you know, certain different styles, more like an Appalachian flat foot has a little bit more, I guess, zest in it or. And um, the feet are pretty low. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. The feet are pretty low is why yeah. they call it that, I think. So, um, yeah, as clogging style has evolved over the years, like many local contributions add local steps and rhythms. So it does, you know, sort of take on whatever village or community it's taking place in. But the origins are Wales, England. That's where the traditional clog came from. And, um, you know, they had a basically a one piece wooden bottom. And on the bottom of their shoe and then a leather upper piece. And um, by the 16th century, a more conventional leather shoe started to evolve with separate wooden pieces on the heel and the toe. Mm -hmm. And so... um, Kind of like a tap shoe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was their entertainment. I mean, this could be happening in homes. Like, you don't have to imagine big dance hall. Sure. Right? They didn't have stuff like that early on. Yeah. So this was just 
somebody's playing the music and you're feeling the beat. Exactly. We feel that beat and you can hardly keep your legs from moving. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure they just jumped up and started. But it's, it's just funny to me to think about like, let's say you had some friends over for a meal Maybe you are going to watch some TV after. Maybe there you're. No TV, I know, but I mean, like today. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe you're going to watch some TV after. Maybe you're going to play cards after. They would be like clogging. Like, can right. you imagine? Like people start getting their instruments out. How different gatherings would be in your home? How if, much more fun than way the TV? More fun. But anyway, that's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah. So clogging can be divided into five major categories. Okay. Shuffle clogging. Cadence clogging, rhythm clogging, stomp clogging, and buck dancing. Okay. So, um... Well, I hadn't seen those categories, but... And I'm sure there's mixture, too. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. Um, but buck dancing stood out the most to me. So that's why I was... I dug a little further in, because I just thought that's hilarious. Like, I can't imagine. I don't know. That was just a funny term. The term describes the Irish... Immigrant sailors. Okay. Whose jig dance was known as the buck. Okay. Or some people say, you know, that that was really more of um, referring to an actual buck. Like, you know, the idea of the attraction and the style was being like a dance of flirtation. Really? Yeah. (laughs) So the the male dancer would show off his his skills, his skills, his skills on the dance floor to attract the female. Almost like how a turkey struts. Yes. That's awesome. So I heard it actually. Yeah, that was mentioned too. But um, traditional Appalachian clogging is characterized by Loose, often like bent knee, Mm -hmm. dragging, sliding motion, um, the foot across the floor. I think about that twirl of the knee. I do too. I'm actually kind of like doing it right now, (laughs) but it's not coming across in my words. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's performed to, I mean, very, I don't know what you would call it besides just kind of old time music. I mean, fiddles and bluegrass, bluegrass style, bluegrass style. Um, it is the uh, clogging is the official dance of both Kentucky and North Carolina. Well, all right. Which, when I saw that, that of course led me to question: Do all states have an official dance? And if so, I guess ours would be the Tennessee Waltz. What are I they? Don't know, so, thirty-two states have an official dance, and most of them claim square dancing Interesting. as their what official was dance. Um, I don't remember. I think it was square dancing. Oh, okay. I, I just thought maybe yeah. Tennessee Waltz yeah. would be. So, um, all yeah. right. I thought that was interesting. Very interesting. Well, if you want to see some, uh, true, like Appalachian flat foot dancing, I did find a place I was going to mention. Seriously? Okay. Yes. So in Hilton's Virginia at the foot of Clinch Mountain. Ooh, okay. This is where the Carter family Mm. is from and there's a place called the carter family fold and you can go to their website carterfamilyfold.org okay i'll put that in our show notes um every saturday night at 7 30 they have music and dancing that and so, is awesome and there's even a clinch mountain music festival coming up on april the 27th oh cool so if anybody is want really wanted to see some of that and you were in that area um that would be a fun thing to check That's out. Very cool. Yeah. Every Saturday night. Every Saturday night. I wonder how big of a place it is. Not very. You can see okay. pictures on this website. Okay. It's not very big. Um, and there's, but I mean, they've got 
if not many, it's many months out already. Yeah. Who's playing each Saturday yeah. night? Even the names of some of the bands were hilarious. Oh, but, I bet. Um, yeah. So it's just serious it business. That. Like yeah. there's lots of competition. Absolutely. And they take it very serious. And even we've mentioned before, 4th of July in Smithville, Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee, the, um, J- uh, Fiddler's Jamboree, mm-hmm. very big festival. And there's different competitions of different dance styles. All ages. That, and it's all ages. So I love watching the little kids the that kids. can clog. I know. With their, with overalls the, on or the something. little girls with their twirly dresses <laughs> oh, yes. too. Yes. Where the little, the, every thrill, frill is just it's going up and down. Yeah. Love it. Yep. That is fun. Well, yeah, I, I don't know that I would be in the shape to take on clogging, but it's certainly fun to watch. Some of these, I, I'm it's kind fast of moving curious. Feet. I, I mean, know. those feet are fast moving. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I certainly can really appreciate good tap it. dancer in my day. Yeah. So I think I could pick it back up, but it would not be easy right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I can do is line dance. Yes. And I do enjoy line dancing at every wedding reception where an electric yes. slide or a boot scoot and boogie starts up. So that was the other one that we wanted to mention. Um, especially if you're going honky tonking, you need to be ready to participate yes. in some line and dancing. And don't you feel like in most of those places, people have grace for you. That's it's what's not so high great. pressure. That's what's it really so great. Isn't. Yeah. Usually a good, like, you know, bar or saloon that does have like a line dancing night uh-huh. usually has, if you come a little early, some lessons. Some lessons, right. To get so, the basics. Wild Horse Saloon here in Nashville, they yep. have regular lessons going before, you know, the evening hours kick in and it gets busier. So, you know, I suggest if you're going to do line dancing, like go all out, like wear cowboy boots. Yep. yep. You don't have to, but it makes you it makes you feel like you're doing it better. Get too. into the yeah. spirit, yeah. But yeah, it's line dancing is definitely one of the most approachable dance styles yeah. that we're talking about today. I think, yeah, you can do it with friends. You don't need a partner. They're usually offering lessons, and there's just something fun about like laughing through it together yes. with your friends. And you're watching; you're usually watching the person in front of you. Hopefully, they're doing it right. Yes, yeah. you know, there's yeah, it's not super high pressure. Oh, there's always like the show offs, of course, always that have been doing. Doesn't it matter if it's at the YMCA for years. class. Yes. Or- <laughs> they're adding their own little like kind of hip, yeah. you know. <laughs> tilts and twirls and um adding an double extra, time in <laughs> yeah add an extra spin in That's where right. there's actually just a step but um yeah i mean i don't really have a ton to say about line dancing i think most people know what it is because it's pretty pretty current yeah. but definitely in just a few minutes i think most people can get the hang of a couple of the moves because you yeah. literally are standing in lines yep yeah, yep yeah. You know, and if and the you whole, really get into it, you can work up a sweat too. Yeah. I mean, if you're really, you know, yeah, doing it big and doing it right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's fun. It, it really doesn't. I think most people would be surprised at how good of a dancer they are if they would at least just try it. I know. So, yeah, that's just my time. That's my encouragement for for that. Um, okay, moving into partner dances. All right. Um, this one I think is fun because I literally remember as a young child starting to learn this at an elementary age, square dancing. We did it in PE class. Yes, we did too. (laughs) I don't know if that's normal in the South, but I think it 
it is. We definitely did it. In I Pete. think it is. Pete. I mean, at least it was during and our era. Of course, era. I loved it. I thought it was so fun. Absolutely. So, square dancing originally from Europe, as we've mentioned before, we got a lot of influence from there, but it's so ingrained in the culture of the South that, you know, like I mentioned, elementary schools have even been known to put it in PE class. You can, you know, walk in and immediately hear the calling of the dance. So if you want to be an observer for a minute, (laughs) promenade your partner, you know, (laughs) like it's just, but it's very contagious, but I think it's best as a newbie to really watch it Uh at first to really start to see, but it's, it's a pattern. I mean, you, you really Mm -hmm. see the pattern. But, um, yeah, the thing that makes it so interesting is if you're at a live square dance, there is the guy or gal calling it, calling the yeah. next move. And, um, yeah, so I just, I don't know. I just love square dancing. I'm going to give a shout out. Do you know how Ruth and Rufus how met? Square dancing class. I forgot about in that. College. In college. Yeah. That hilarious? Not elementary school. College. That's so true. But it is a way you're interacting with the opposite sex. So Very true. I'm surprised there's not more stories of that. Maybe there are. Maybe there are. If you met, Tell us if you if met, you met your spouse way. square dancing, will you send us a message? And if you know where single men do square dancing, let me know yeah. as well. Well, so that goes into my next one that I was going to talk about. Do you remember when we went contra dancing? Oh, yeah. We had so much we fun. Had so much fun. So we went contra dancing at was it a church? It was a Presbyterian or like church, a, yeah, I think, in, in their gymnasium. Yeah. And why did we not go back? Because that was really fun. Well, let's check on it. Okay, let's take our own advice. And here. Alan Campbell was with us, and he was quite good. Getting back into it. So this is this is a folk dance. We're talking about contra dancing now. Has its origins again in Europe, but Southerners have wholeheartedly embraced this contra dances are organized across the country, but especially in southern cities where contra dance aficionados are eager to take the dance floor. So this is a couple's dance that uses long lines and square dance style commands, plus the sounds of like fiddles and banjos, Mm -hmm. which is still similar to square dancing, but couples get like twirling through the dance hall. I think it's a lot more... I just remember Margaret getting picked up a lot. <laughs> Do you remember that? That no, was so epic. That's hilarious. I think she was a little surprised at that's how hilarious. much she was up off of her feet with each move. So, um, yeah, it's it's a lot more like gallivanting uh-huh. than the square yeah, dance. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's very organized. There's, yeah. you know, there's, I almost think of um, this was more formal than contra dancing, but you think of the um, Jane Austen country, yes. in the country dances that they would yes. do. Exactly. That's a, that's a little bit more formal, but similar. Yeah. And or, you're changing um, partners with yeah. like the next person. It's not just, you know, that you're picking do you remember that scene in Little in Little Women the movie where Winona Ryder and Christian Bale they go to yes, the dance? Yes. That's what I think yes. of is like they start almost doing this like yeah. trot and yeah. they're, they're they're just acting. She's Joe, so she was awesome and yeah. did her own thing too, but so they're just and then yeah. they just kind of take keep off. going. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I imagine. Yeah. There's just a lot of like long runs of going with your partner. Yeah. Um, but that's contra dancing. So cute. And then this one was my favorite 
to go and listen to music. I actually found a good Spotify soundtrack. Uh-uh. Okay. Like a playlist that someone has. Shag. Oh, the, the shag. Carolina Shag. So if you haven't seen the movie, plug. Oh, yes. See the movie Shag. Phoebe Cates. Just Bridget a total Honda. fun movie. It's not going to teach you huge life lessons, but it is so fun. 1989? Yeah, 1989. Right. Shag the movie made me want to dance like this Shag style. Even more than Dirty Dancing did. Like, I feel like when, you know, people watched Dirty Dancing, which I think was like two years before. Yeah. Dirty Dancing was 87. Shag was 89. Uh So Dirty Dancing has kind of already set a precedent of girls wanting to, you know, find an awesome dance partner and take the stage and get in a competition. That was cool. Very cool. Love the movie. But Shag, man. Yeah. It's got the combination of great dancing and great music and the beach. Uh-huh, that's right. So that's yes, I think what really you get it all. what really hooked me. So that was kind of birthed in Myrtle Beach. Yes. Area. And still carries a torch for shag dancing. I was they, gonna mention something. About their competition? Well, do you know about the SOS? No. <laughs> Tell me. There is it's the Society of Stranders. Okay. And it's a whole, like, movement of shagging. And they have a fall migration. No. <laughs> from September 12th to 21st of this year. It's the fall migration. Okay. And basically, I'm just going to read this. It says, the end of summer is marked by the days getting shorter and yeah. the nights growing longer. A little chill in the night air and flocks of birds winging their way south for the winter. This all means one thing to shaggers. The fall migration is finally here. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Buried deep in the instincts of every shagger is the preferred migration destination of soulful soulful dancers with sand in their shoes, rhythm in their hearts. And that's a drive. And that is ocean drive. Every strander feels the need to get to the beach to catch the last golden rays of the summer sun and feel the warmth in the breath of the final summer breeze. They all meet for the last blast of the season at the SOS Fall Migration. And that's at Myrtle Beach? It is on Ocean Drive. There's several locations. And I'm there's sure. a website, shagdance.com, where you can get that the different so locations. Fun. I love it. I love that so much. They just had their, Myrtle Beach just had their 36th annual shag competition that's earlier so this cute. month in March. That's and so cute. it's. A big, I love big looking deal. up videos of that because they get down. They get. I mean, <laughs> so I'll, so I'll just jump in. Shagging is fast. I mean, we've we've talked yeah. about other dances that are also fast, um, especially with the clogging. But it's usually set to what quote unquote beach music, which I'll talk about that in just a minute. Hundred to one hundred thirty beats per minute in four four time signature, and picture. I mean, it's kind of like a bouncy jitterbug. It's so the jitterbug was the predecessor okay. of the shag. Like it, it draws some of its moves from the jitterbug. Um, it's got hints of swing dancing mm-hmm. to it, and and it became big like in the in the era of big band, right? Yes. So here's what what I thought was really interesting. It's thought to have originated in the 1940s at the clubs dotting the strands along the beaches of North and South Carolina. Since mainstream radio stations in the South during this time didn't play black music, 
white teenagers flocked to these beachside clubs where they could hear and dance to a wide range of music being totally played on the jukeboxes. I can totally see that going on. Which really, I mean, you even see that in the movie Shag. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. we've graduated, we're going to the beach, we're going to have fun, and we're getting away from all of the stuff in the our... Stiff society. In our household that we are banned from. Yeah. So... It does make sense that 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 might be how it came about. And And I believe the popularity even goes up as far as Virginia Beach, too. Like at the Carolinas and just all those beach. But definitely North Myrtle Beach, Ocean Drive is like the hub. Yeah. I want to be a shag dancer. Oh. It looks so hard, though. I mean, I was watching even the basic steps, and I had to keep repeat, like going back on YouTube. Like, go back. Go I back. have to tell you, I have a client that grew up in the Carolinas, and he taught his little girls to shag mm-hmm. just because he knew how to shag well, and they both ended up going to college in the Carolinas, and so they go to college, and they're already good shaggers. That's like, cool. how fun is that? That's a one-up, for <laughs> I sure. Know. Yeah, I wonder if that's like a popular elective at good North question. and South like Carolina square dancing? Do they schools. Have yeah, do they have a lot of shack dancing classes well if you really want to do it upright you know you should really listen to this type of music on a record player would be my suggestion that would actually probably be something that Take our mom the next would level. tell you that's right um practice in your socks the, the song that comes to mind and this is the song that they dance to in the movie shag that uh, that is in the competition i don't want to give too much <laughs> know, away it's so good. such a great movie um, Lloyd Price's Stagger Lee. Okay. Oh my gosh. Such a good song. Yeah. You'll, you would yeah, know yeah. it. Like, or you probably even know it just from my What was her name, Cat? Was that her name in the movie? Pudge. Pudge. Okay. Yeah. Well, her, maybe it was Catherine. Maybe. Was that her, but like, Pudge but her, Pudge okay. was her nickname. Okay. Oh yeah. I could just imagine Phoebe Cates running in to the competition Y'all, Pudge is dancing, you know? It's <laughs> like, they're so proud of her. Anyway. Um, but yeah, there is actually late last year, Sirius Radio added a channel on their programming called California Shag. And it actually replaced the station that was formerly the Beach Boys. Oh my gosh, how funny. <laughs> Little known facts. Okay. So if you have Sirius Radio, you could actually listen to all sorts of so fun. Carolina Shag music. But I found some decent playlists that other people have created okay. on Spotify. Okay. Which was really fun. It just puts you in a it really good not mood. Not be in a good mood listening to that, right? Billy Ward and the Dominoes, 60 Minute Man. Oh, yeah. that I think that one's also in the movie. Anyway, just fun. Like, you, you can't not smile yeah. watching people or listening to the music. Yeah. It's just happy and upbeat, and especially if you're at the beach. Yeah. Love it. What a great environment. So that's that was my most fun one to research in our topic today. Swing dancing, obviously something that we kind of touched on, but has popular moves that came from the South. The Charleston, the obviously. Charleston, the Lindy Hop. Lindy Hop. I wouldn't consider, though, I wouldn't consider swing dancing Southern. Cause like, no, no. That was popular everywhere in the 30s and 40s. Exactly. Just from that era of music like the lindy hop i think came from harlem if i remember correctly but there was definitely a resurgence of swing being popular 
in like the nineties when oh all those bands ska bands yeah started. I mean, this was definitely my high school years where I caught yeah. wind of some of this and. That movie Swing Kids came yeah, out and you in started seeing Swing Nights again, yeah. like in different parts. It was and like cool or hip to dress, kind of thirties ish, you know, with the ska. girls. I hadn't yeah. thought of ska. Obviously, <laughs> what does that even stand for? I don't know. That's so funny. I mean, I probably did at one time, but I don't remember. But um, yeah, so Jitterbug still being the umbrella that, yeah. that you know comes from, or that you know underlies a lot of this, but. There's West Coast Swing, East Coast Swing, Jive, oh, Modern yeah. Jive. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Lots of things that fall under that kind of umbrella. Yeah. But I don't know that I would. I feel like you have to mention it, but it's not, that's not necessarily like a Southern, southern thing. Like, sure. Like the Shag is. I know another big Southern, though. What? You have more on your list? You go. The Texas Two-Step. There you go. I was going to mention that later. Yes. that's a That was next for me. That's a big Southern style yeah. and kind of with that quick, quick, slow yeah. dance move going. I mean, that's with the partner, like exactly. you said. And you've got to let the guy lead, particularly on this one. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. They've got to lead. It goes counterclockwise, I think. Okay. So you are quick, kind of moving quick, in a circle? Or, mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a flow like that. And yeah, yeah, so that one's popular. And um, I actually, in looking that up, found a place that's quite popular uh, in, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's in Texas. Halates, Texas. It's called John T. Floor, F-L-O-O-R-E, Country Store. And it's where Willie Nelson's music career was birthed. Oh, really? They have, and so the website is live at floors, but again, it's live at F-L-O-O-R-E-S dot com. Okay. They have on Sunday nights, a big free six o'clock dance night. Cool. 18 and over. Um, So if you're in that Texas, Helates, Helates, Texas. Okay. And want to check that out. Big Texas two-step place. That's cool. Yeah, I don't. I'm sure there's many. Just right. Like there's honky tonks well, here. There's many. Just Google choices. And if any of these sound fun, just yeah, Google. You know, contra dancing yeah. in Atlanta, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. just look it up. Well, I think the final one is near and dear to our hearts since it carries our state song. But you have to mention the waltz. Oh yeah, classic for a reason for many reasons, but Southerners really need mastery of the waltz for numer- numerous scenarios, not at the least of these being wedding receptions. Yeah, so you do still see this. You know, a lot of modern weddings are just kind of playing more pop music that doesn't really require waltz. But if there is the opportunity, I love watching a couple that knows how to do how to do a waltz. A waltz, it's lovely, is graceful. It? Um, yeah, I just think it's, it's pretty timeless. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Tennessee Waltz is our state song. Yes. I can't remember our state dance, but I know our state <laughs> song. <laughs> I think it was square dance. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I don't know, that one might require some dance lessons, like some private dance lessons. Like oh. we mentioned. Oh yeah. That's yeah. You know, line dancing, just to go show well. up to the saloon and yeah. get your instructions. But I think a waltz would really require... Yeah. Going to some private lessons, especially 
Because it's not of the style like some of these others where you're switching partners. Right. Well, and, you know, Mom and I have talked about this a lot. But if you have a guy that knows what he's doing and he's a good lead. He can make you look good, right? He can right? make you look good and you yeah. don't have to know all you of it. You just kind of stand there and do some And just follow his steps. lead. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. So that, um, but yeah, for a waltz, it would be good to kind of know what you're what you're doing. Yeah. And probably is difficult because I could imagine there's a lot of stepping on each other's toes, literally. Yeah. That's probably where that, is that where that phrase comes from? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just seems really fun to. But yeah, I just think oftentimes people just think they have to be great to get out on a dance floor and you don't. I think people have grace for, um, for each other and yeah, it can be a fun place to practice. Yeah. I remember going to some dance nights, um, some various different dance nights to just practice. Yeah. And I like when they have the rule and many of them have a rule. If somebody asks you, you have to dance. You have to dance. Yes. And that way you're not going on like, you know, what he looks like or is he the best? Right. And that any practice that you're getting, you're learning, even if it's bad. (laughs) Exactly. You're learning something. I like that, too. Like, let's just bring down the walls of potential rejection. Yeah. And if a, a man is going to be willing to say, well, to get can the I courage have this to dance, ask you, then, you then just do it. It's just for, what, four minutes? If that's, I mean, it's not that, that long. Yeah. See, I wish there was more interactions of, to do things like that just in life in I general. I know. Um I know. Don't get me on a soapbox. I know. But I like, miss that about the Jane Austen days. Like, yeah. you know, there was more stuff like that where you interacted with yeah. one another. And mm-hmm. I know. I think that's why a lot of women especially love those movies. Because I think that we really long for those times when it was that kind of chivalrous right. sort of act of, you know. I know. Asking for the hand and dance. And it, even all the, think about all the. Mothers and aunts that were in the corner all excited about, you know, their potential matches that were happening and stuff like that. That doesn't happen anymore. Generations aren't even in the room together. I know. We were actually the poster child of a dance studio one time. Do you remember when we went for a free lesson and they were shooting a commercial? To be on the video? We went for one lesson. One free lesson. I had forgotten that. And bringing that back to my mind. There we were with cameras (laughs) surrounding us. This waiver. Yeah. This is actually going to be used. And then I saw it in front of the news just like a week later. Yeah. That's been ages, though. You can't find it. Don't even try and look it up. (laughs) Anyway, well, that I think is going to wrap it up. That'll wrap it up. For Southern Dancing. Let us know if you go try any of these dance styles or uh, find a fun place that we need to know about. about. Yeah, yeah. I would love to know, especially in the Nashville area, whatever's, you know, kind of local to us, if anyone knows of any. Or Louisville or Atlanta, Mm because I'm occasionally in those places. Mm -hmm. I just want to know. Yeah, what's happening. And who knows, we may need to migrate, make the full migration sometime to go shag. (laughs) That could be fun. Yeah, I would not mind that at all. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Thank you so much for all our faithful listeners. Those of you that have been binge listening, those of you that caught up on spring break, and those of you that are new, we welcome you. So glad you found us. And if you like our episode today, hope you will share it with a friend. 
yeah. and give us that five-star rating. On We'd appreciate po- podcast reviews. Thank yes. you. All right. Have a great week, guys, and we will see you here next time.